Welcome to the Transformation Church Podcast, where we're leading people into a transforming relationship with Jesus. We hope this message inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you a fresh perspective on God and His Word so you can see transformation in your own life. Enjoy the message. Good morning, Transformation Church. What an amazing, amazing day we have had so far. Uh, my name is Andrea, and uh, Ryan and I have the privilege of serving here as pastors of this incredible congregation. We want to, again, thank you so much. If you're here for the first time, listen, you couldn't have picked a better Sunday to be sitting here today. I'm telling you what. You know, um, as we continue our series of all the things, we are actually in week four and a half because this morning you're only going to get half of a sermon. Now, don't worry, it wasn't because I didn't have a second half prepared, but the second half of this sermon is going to be an illustration that you don't want to miss. So have you guys ever been to a movie before and you bought the big thing of popcorn, right, where if you get a large, you get to refill it? Well, having a family of five, we always bought the large because then we would separate it with the kids and then go back and get the refill. And we always went back to get the refill at the beginning of the movie because we didn't want to miss the good part of the movie. Y'all, right now is not the time to go refill your popcorn because you will miss the best part of the service. This morning, and it's not because of what I'm preaching, I'm telling you, it's what comes afterwards. Listen, guys, as we continue in with this, I want us to really open up our hearts and believe that the Lord today has a word for us. Because as I was studying this and as I was going through this and as we have been fasting and praying and as we've been going through this sermon series of all the things, the conviction of the Holy Spirit, which isn't harsh, it's sweet, it's gentle. He takes us that we're going this direction and he gently moves us the right way. The conviction of the Holy Spirit over my heart to really, truly, again, seek first his kingdom, his ways, his will, and all the things will be added unto us. This morning, we're going to open up our Bibles and our Bible apps, and we're going to read together a portion of scripture in Matthew chapter six. So go ahead and grab that, get that out this morning. Today ends our fasting. Can somebody say amen? amen? So today is the end of our 21 day fast. We want to thank you guys so much for those that participated. And Ryan and I believe that, listen, you could have fasted 21 days. You could have fasted one day. You could have fasted one meal. We don't, we don't put any restrictions or limitations or rules out there. We believe you and God can figure all of that out. But we want to thank you so much for fasting and praying with us. Tomorrow night is our last night of Monday night prayer. We have had an amazing time of intercession and prayer. So tomorrow night, Monday night at 6.30 will be our last of four evenings of prayer. Matthew chapter 6 verse 31 says this, therefore do not be anxious saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? I don't know if any of you guys know this, but things cost a little bit more than what they used to. Don't be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles, this is Jesus speaking. He says, for the Gentiles seek after all these things 
and your heavenly father. What, what a word here that Jesus has for us. Your heavenly father knows that you need them all. So immediately Jesus begins to de-escalate the worry and the anxiety. Speaking over the congregation, this is his sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. He's speaking over the congregation. Don't worry. Don't be anxious about this. The one that created you and everything you see, he knows what you need. And Jesus goes on and says, but seek first the kingdom of God. We learned that in week one, right? The kingdom of God, his will, his ways. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things, the things that you're anxious about, the things that you're worried about, will be added to you. And I love that the next verse, and I'm going to add that in this week because I love the next verse because Jesus kind of meets us where we're at. And he says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow. How many of you are sitting here today thinking about the anxiety already of tomorrow and the week to come? The things you've got to do, the things you've got to face, the things that aren't going to work out. And Jesus is saying, don't be anxious about tomorrow. You know, we're not even promised tomorrow. Don't be anxious about what you can't control. For tomorrow, I love, he's so real. Jesus is so relevant, so real. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Why are we putting effort into worrying about tomorrow when when we get there? There's going to be enough situation and worry and anxiety to take care of itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. It's sufficient. The trouble for tomorrow, it's good. Don't worry about that. Don't be anxious for tomorrow. You know, if, if anxiety was an Olympic sport, friend, I would bring the gold home for the USA every time. Y'all think I'm kidding. I have heard more times than I can count. You know, worry is a sin. Yes, I know. And I thank you. And I repent for it. The Simmons side of the family, which is my side of the family, uh, we're actually experts in not only worrying about the situations that are actually going on, but we have this amazing ability to create irrational circumstances to worry about that are actually never going to happen. I'm I'm telling you, the things that go on in my mind, I I think that would be an incredible miniseries. Like, I... Could I could write the script for the anxiety and the situations that are so irrational that go on in my mind. And so when Jesus talks about this, this is honestly something that I have studied continuously. And the reason why I've studied this subject of worry continuously is because I can do it, because I struggle with it, because I don't want that part in my life. If Jesus says, don't be anxious, then we should not be anxious. 
And so learning and, and asking the Lord, what are the things? Why am I so worried? Why am I so anxious? And friends, we have a generation coming up behind us that is so anxious. They have so much worry and anxiety. So we need to dive into this for them to be able to biblically see what God can do in our lives. Here are a couple things that cause us worry. And the first one is this, a loss of control. Ask yourself this question. Am I feeling this anxiety because something is out of my control? Friends, I ask myself that all the time. I am learning how to let go of control because it's not, it's not real. We don't really have control of anything. And so I'm learning to do that. But I do have to say that becoming a mom and a parent, I didn't realize how much control I was seeking until I realized that my kids don't do what I say. <laughs> when you have someone in your life that does not do what you're wanting them to do, then all of a sudden you realize, I have some control issues. It's such a false concept. And the lack of control causes anxiety and worry. Another thing that can cause anxiety and worry in your life is an illness. When you get that doctor's report, when you get that, that um, test result back, it, begin to, it begins to stir some anxiety and some concern. I rem there's a story in scripture where, where a, a gentleman says, I believe, Lord, help my unbelief. That we do have that faith believing, but there's a portion of our humanity that still has unbelief. Another thing that can cause us anxiety and worry is financial difficulties. Friends, Ryan and I have walked through this in our life. In 2008, when the market crashed and everything started to go down, Ryan and I find, found ourselves with three kids and no jobs. Our house was... Um, forced into foreclosure. And we found ourselves, maybe not without a home yet, but losing our home and our credit, it was something that we, we were really diligent about. We made sure every bill was paid on time. We, we lived within our budget. We bought this house, we lost our jobs, and and we found ourselves with everything that we had built being ripped out from underneath us. I remember having three kids and I was leading worship every other week at a small, age, or not a small, but at an AG church down in St. Petersburg. They needed a worship pastor. And every time I would lead worship for them, I would get a check for $250. And that check, every other week, we had to make stretch. So $500 a month for a family of five. Paying our power, our water, our food. Friends, it, it, was, a, it was a difficult time. And the stress and the anxiety that 
was re- that was resting on Ryan and I was so difficult where we still had to, we had to make the choice. Are we going to tithe $25? Lord, I mean, I mean, that's, that's all we've got. Financial stress causes us to really begin to question God to begin to think all these things aren't being added to us. Why should I seek first his kingdom when I'm struggling to feed my children? Jesus tells us, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. It is a word of truth and promise from our Savior himself that all these things will be added unto us. He says, seek first the kingdom of God. The best part of this is that he uses us to be that blessing during that time. What an honor and a privilege to be allowed to be a part of the kingdom of God, that when someone else needs all the things... God gives us an opportunity and places us in a position to be able to bless someone else with all the things. See, in those moments, groceries showed up on our doorstep. In those moments, my husband would get that handshake, right, where there was some, um, some money or a, or a check in that handshake to be able to help pay for our child's health insurance, We get to be that blessing in those moments. See, God doesn't bless us for us to hold on to the blessing. He blesses us to be able to bless someone else. And what a privilege. What a privilege that he could do it alone. God could do it by himself. Do you know he doesn't need us? but he chooses to use us, that we get to be a part of that blessing. We get to drop the groceries off at someone else's house who has no food. We get to extend a helping hand when someone has no place to stay. We get to comfort and be a shoulder to cry on for someone who is broken and hurting. We get to share our story of what God can do to encourage someone else to trust in him. We get to be a part of all the things This week, Ryan and I were praying and God laid something on our heart. And today we want to share with you an added unto you story that we, as Transformation Church, this isn't just Ryan and I, we as Transformation Church get to be a part of an added to story. Honey, if you wouldn't mind, I don't know where you're, there you are. 
you, if you wouldn't mind coming up and sharing that story. A series, uh, Bible reading, devotional kind of series in our fasting and prayer through the book of Acts. And um, there's uh, in Acts chapter two, verse 44, um, it says something that I think is, is so beautiful because oftentimes we look at moments like this, we look at, at coming to church and we get excited about great, powerful services and the fellowship and stuff. But sometimes, and not that that's bad, but sometimes we kind of lose sight of what the New Testament church was all about. And I, I remember reading in our devotional um, one day in Acts chapter two, verse 44, it said, and all the believers met together in one place and they shared everything that they had. And it was something about that, like shared everything that they had that was just so beautiful. And uh, as we've been fasting and just been praying, as you have as well, um, you know, this week the Lord, as Andrea said, laid something on our heart. And, um, and I love that part about the opportunity that, that God adds all these things and it's an opportunity because he oftentimes does that through us. In scripture, it says that, um, that those that refresh others will themselves be refreshed, that there's just something about as we give, as we bless, as we minister to other people, that God does something unique and special in our heart. And so um, today, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask somebody to come up to the platform, and they have no idea that we're going to do this. But this week, we recognized a need, and God spoke and so today we want to be obedient in that. And so, Miss um, Katura, would you mind coming up here with your babies with me for a second? Trinity got baptized today. Woohoo! Ooh, I love, girl, I love your shirt and your pants. <laughs> Hey guys, come on over here. I know it's freaky on the platform, isn't it? And uh, you guys are amazing. Katura, I know that you, you're probably trying to figure out what in the world's going on right now. And I, I wanna ask you this question. Do you trust us? Um, this, Katura is a single mom with three amazing kiddos. She is faithful. They come every week. She, even being a single mom, trying to take care of three kids, is faithful with her giving. And they've kind of, they've had some difficult times of lately. And I remember back when we had our third baby journey Grace, who was here and then became there. Um, coming out of a broken home myself, being a son of a single dad and a single mom, I remember looking at Andrea and saying, how in the world do single parents do it? 
because we were so overwhelmed. Now we've got three kids. We got more kids than us. They kind of outnumber us. And it was just the, the weight and everything that was involved in that. And, uh, you know, we just, in this season of fasting and praying, we've just, and it's always been our heart, God, what, what are you calling us to do as a church? And every step is always a scary one. I don't know about your relationship with the Lord, but every time he asks you to take a step, it's always a scary one. And, and it's just been as pastors, it's been amazing to watch like the difficulty that you've been facing in your life, but you continued to seek the kingdom of God his will and his righteousness, his way. And there's always this like promise and all these things added unto you and in the gap between seeking God's will and his way and seeing that happen is where sometimes we run into seasons where we have questions, we have worry. And uh, we felt like the Lord wanted to confirm that promise to you guys this Sunday. And so um, I got something I want to give to the kids today. Um, I don't know if you, do you guys like toys? Do you guys like toys? Well, we got your kids some gift cards to Target for them to go on a little shop shopping spree. <laughs> So you guys get to get some kit and some toys. I don't know what you guys have been wanting, but. <laughs> What's really cool about that and what we saw in baptism is to watch these little kids. So Jordan is another TC Kids volunteer and to watch the connection that's happening. That's been a pastor's dream today. <laughs> you go for it. You go for it. I know as a parent, there's probably been a lot of things that you've wanted to bless them with that you haven't been able to. And so we wanted to, you know, we wanted to bless them today, but we also, we also want to do something for you. And uh, not knowing exactly your need, we figured we would, we would bless you in an all the things kind of way to help you figure out whatever that need is. And so on behalf of our deacon board and the generosity of every single person here that gives faithfully, um, today we wanna to give you a check for When we pray in our secret place, when you are praying in your prayer closet, God sees and he answers your prayer. You stay faithful, stay faithful and seek after him and all the things will be added to you.
This morning, church, we want to give you an opportunity because we knew that there would be some of you out there that in hearing her need and hearing what she's walking through that would want to come alongside of her as well. And so on the screens, you're going to see a way that if, if you're like us, you don't carry cash and you want to just give $5, 20 whatever the Lord lays on your heart, you can give there, just select legacy. This is part of the legacy as we do our legacy offerings is to just make an impact. Um, but if you've got cash or whatever, like the team's going to start singing here in just a moment, and then Christina will be up to close after the song. But if you feel led and you've got something in your hand that you want to come up, you can put it on the platform here in any way. And uh, it's just amazing to know how God can give us an opportunity that in your faithfulness can make such an impact and a difference in the lives of others. Couture, this is what I feel like the Lord wants you to know is that he hears you. Here, I just want to make sure that's in your hand. I don't want to accidentally walk off with that. That he hears you in your quiet place. And this is, not, this is not the generosity of us. This is the generosity of the Holy Spirit that he wanted you to know that he hears you in your quiet place. And because a church that loves God and is faithful, that he wants to work through us as an opportunity for us to bring refreshment to you, spiritual refreshment, that God's got it and you can trust him. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's message, be sure to share it with your friends and tag us at TransformTLH. Thanks again for listening, and we look forward to seeing your face in the place someday. Have a great week.